Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. In an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally. Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Three o'clock, great to have you with us. Minus Kenny Cott, who we are almost assured hold us out, called in sick on a 72-degree sunny day in February with the Red Wings at home. Uh, people, all I could say is if you see a Ruslov Gudis-looking MF at the bar or at the game tonight, Kenny, that better not be you. All right. Odyssey.com Rewind, you missed anything. We addressed not only Kenny, but Monty Williams. I want to do something for Lion fans. I think this is the perfect day as we truly begin the combine. Uh, And I I started thinking, because I heard Doug and Scott doing the mock draft, you know, 17.6 or whatever. And I wanted to add some value. And that is this. Fans, this is not an insult. And I'm being very sincere. Fans don't know players. You shouldn't know players. You're busting your ass, raising kids, paying a mortgage. Like, you shouldn't know who the star corner at Toledo is. Like, you you just shouldn't. It's not healthy for you. (laughs) Now, so what are you trying to say about us? Well, this is what we do for a living. (laughs) I mean, it's just thank you for at least qualifying that. It's a different burden of proof. And, like, I'll take it a step further. Doing cash the ticket... (laughs) makes it even more where you watch even more, right? Right, because when you're like, oh, this guy, I'm like, oh, yeah, because I saw that game, and I feel like I'm a loser. But I'm making a point is that it's not a bad thing not to know. What the bad part of it is is when you attach yourself to a player that you don't know and you get upset when your team invariably doesn't take them. That's just silly time. So here's what I wanted to do. I was on a quest last night to just – find a player that would sync up with what Brad Holmes has talked about cornerstone. There's only a certain number of cornerstone guys that check the boxes and are the guys you have to covet. And I thought about the lions and the culture they've attempted to build and who they are. Mm -hmm. What I have for everyone today I am going to sell you on the first annual Mr. Lions pageant. Okay. I have a player that I think would be a home run at pick 29 that was built in a laboratory, very much in the same way some of your players have been built. From an attitudinal standpoint, from a work ethic standpoint, from a play style standpoint, from a physical standpoint. Checks all the boxes. So what I wanted to do was sell you on this. Okay. And I want to see if you can guess who it is as I get 
some hints towards the end. Does that sound remotely entertaining to anybody? Okay. Okay. Now, D- David, do we have some stupid music for this? No? Okay. What happened? Roberto putting... Why did you just put the Joe Lewis fist up? What is this? You said ridiculous music. Okay. I'm not comfortable. All right, here we go. First of all, the player I am speaking about to win the first ever Mr. Lions draft pageant is all grit. All grit. As Kenny Cott put it, a sandpaper guy. You line up against this cat, you know. You walk away from that matchup, you know who you played. All grit. Number two, this player is versatile, can play multiple positions, invaluable in today's game. So grit, versatility, Hmm. top to bottom, this is a football guy. We talk about Frank Ragnow, football guy. This is a guy who, by all measure, had no business playing in the bowl game. You know what he said? No. I'm here. I'm going to lock arms with my brothers, and we're going out winners. I'm playing. Football guy. Okay, that just took Hawaii. Okay, let's go. Okay. <laughs> this dude is corn-fed. This is just one of these Midwestern, big, nasty, meat and potatoes players. I mean, just emanates from a cornfield and just cracks heads. A quintessential Big Ten type, nasty, bruising Mm. football player. I was about to say Cooper DeGene, but... um... That let, uh, it's okay. I love where your head's at here now. This guy is experienced. This is not an early entrant. This is a guy who played a bleep ton of football in college. He has been through the wars. You are getting a grown-ass man who would start from day one. Grit, versatile, football guy, corn-fed, experienced up next low to no ego there is no ego it's all about ball it's all about the team it's all about personal sacrifice with this guy you will never have to worry about this guy playing hurt it's on tape very ragnow-esque in that regard David, I feel like he's given us a couple hints in here. Oh, there are. But Keep going. Let me give you another. Let's give you the physical. The player who I think should win the Mr. Lions draft pageant and be the player of this show, who we begin to advocate for, stands in at 6'4", 335 pounds of twisted dairy farming steel. The player who stands 6'4", 335, emanates from the Sunflower State. You don't know the Sunflower State? No, I don't know the Sunflower State. Let me just give you the name. The player I'm speaking of is Kansas State guard slash tackle slash 
football murderer. BB. Connor BB. Oh. Now, if you don't believe me, you can go watch this man. You don't need to waste your Saturdays like I do. You could just go to the YouTube, do whatever you like. Connor Beebe would walk in the door capable of playing both guard spots and tackle. You know what that lets you do? Bye-bye, Jonah Jackson. Bye. Farewell. Or you sign him. You line up Beebe. You know, it's time for Decker. Hey, Connor Beebe at 29. Grit, versatility, football guy, low ego, physical. I mean, this dude murders people. Just as you said hey, about Nick there's Bolton. There's only one guy. Uh, Nick Bolton, <laughs> this dude kills people. Connor Beebe is a destroyer. Isn't it Cooper? Cooper, Cooper Connor. Yeah. Listen, David, this dude's a football player. And K-State, you know the drill. There's no ego on that team. K-State will line up in a Big 12. They go to war. This guy would be incredible on the Detroit Lions. And I haven't heard his name yet. He's anywhere from the late first to early second. He's one of my favorite players in the draft. And it just, you can see him in a Honolulu blue and silver jersey. Talk to me. I'm looking at this, Mike. I think that he would make it. He would fit the Lions. I like where you were going with that. For a while, I thought, okay, he's talking Cooper DeGene coming in here. <laughs> no, because no. It, he fit all the stuff until you said, oh, he can. he's physical. I'm like, no, that's not him. But Cooper could be the defensive back, kickoff returner type of thing, special fun player. But I do like where your head is at. This is strength on strength. Day one starter. Now, it's it's one of those, he's not going to sell jerseys. It's kind of like when you got Panay Sewell, and it was like, okay, I guess that's a good investment. You know who he, he reminds me of? He turned me out of? to be a very good investment. Let me tell you who he reminds me of. David will know this because he was a Steeler. You'll know it because you're a nerd, and I mean that affectionately. And I only mean not that he's a Hall of Famer, but that he plays mean. One of the meanest offensive linemen I have ever witnessed in my life was a guy who played for the Steelers. Pouncey? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay. even meaner. And they drafted him out of, uh, I believe, LSU, Alan Fanica. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Alan Fanica, I just, you felt like you weren't going to come out alive. He would just choke slam people. BB is just nasty. And I can just, like, if I envision BB next to Sewell, and then maybe B.B. Moonlights at center someday or another guard spot or a swing tackle. You're, you're, you're going to keep the continuity of that offensive line being a strength of the team. Mm -hmm. And if I'm drafting an interior guy, think about the weapon you have when he can play at least four spots on that line. But realistically, let's say left tackles, not in the cards, both guard spots and right tackle. No, it's funny because I'm looking at a CBS mock draft. Where they got baby going? To the Lions. No. Second round pick. Oh, okay. I feel better about it. No, no. It. So they, not... they got him going at 61. Oh, so my th God. This, that'd be a no, no, no. Steal. This, you're, you're, you may have something here. Just like the whole Kenny Cott thing, Mike, you've opened my mind to He's some in things. A, dude, he was built in a lab to be a Lion. Not only that, but now Brad Holmes could trade. 
back to get him because I don't think that there's going to be this great demand for him in the first round. So if you're sitting there at pick 29 and let's say somebody wants to grab that last QB to get that extra year, you want Bo Nix because he's still sitting there. You want Penix because he's still sitting there. You trade back with the Lions. They pick him up in the second round plus get extra picks. The versatility that you have because your offensive line, when they were all together, you look like world beaters. Like what, but, I, what I don't like is like when you're picking at pick 29. You know what I'll do? Let me save the rest that, of my No, no, no. But let me just take a bow. This was good. <laughs> it's, it's just. This, no, no, no. This would not yeah, where I thought li- you were going to go with this. The listeners clearly agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's an offensive lineman. <laughs> David, what was that? Your thoughts on Alan Fanica? Your thoughts on ice cream. Your thoughts on kid number four. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need that. Um, it's offensive linemen. Offensive linemen don't move the needle, but... They win games. Guys, how do you feel about this? 248-539-9797. Because Brad Holmes is going to go offense with that pick. Brad Holmes loves to draft offensive players. Defense, I think Aiden was there, so you had to take Aiden. But he's shown more and more that offense is where he wants to go in that first round. The versatility, yeah, Jonah Jackson, you could let him go bye-bye. Or you re-sign him, and when it's time to re-up Taylor Decker, you can let him go bye-bye. You're restocking that offensive line. When they played together, that line was potent. They only had lost one game when they all played together. I like to pick. You know me. I like defense. I know. I probably would hope that you would either, like I said, chop Robinson or the um, the D lineman out of Texas if he happens to fall down to you. I would go that route. But I like this pick. I think that that's it screams Lions, and it also screams Brad Holmes. So, call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. TJ Lang correctly guessed who I was speaking of and endorses it. I want to know if you endorse it. I want to know if you understand that as much as I want an edge or a corner, what I want to do is keep the strength of the team a strength. I'm using free agents. I'm taking Brad Holmes' words here. I'm going to use free agency for need. Yeah. When you start to really distill it down to, like, who the best players in this draft are, I really believe after this combine, BB's going to rise up these charts. Look, no one cares about my team, but talking to my dad, I told him, Giants pick in the second round, sixth in the second round, BB, I turned the card in today. 
He's nasty. And he fits the profile of who you claim to be. The villains, right? Yeah. Looking at uh, Rico watching O-line highlight tapes <laughs> in a commercial break. Right. Well, he's going up against Tavante Sweat, the big D-lineman. fifty for Texas? B- big D-lineman for uh, Texas that if the Lions took him in the second round, I would be like, way to go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you're not moving him around. He's active for a big guy. Right. Except BB was like, nope, nope, get away. Not touching my quarterback. No, nope. I see you trying to go looping around. I see I'm you. I'm going to punch nope. you in the throat. Like, that's sweat. Like, because a lot of times when you see the highlights, it's you versus little sisters of the poor. That's right. I'm like, that's, that's Devontae Sweat. And he can't get around you. All right. And I just love, I love that he played four positions. And again, if you think you've got a guy that is, we're talking like a creative player that you can make in the image and likeness of your team, Cooper BB is that guy. So I wanted to have some fun and just see, could this be a player that we, that you could rally around as we hurdle into combine week and just starting? Cause what I don't like is I hear these mock drafts, and then I hear people attach themselves to players that I know they haven't watched. Mm-hmm. Well, why are you doing it? Because, you know, Todd McShay told you to? You've been told, yeah. Like, that. Is... what does that mean? Like, I love the people who think Kool-Aid McKinstry is some fabulous Man, player. My goodness, I was about to say every Lions fan is saying, you got to take a corner. Why? Because he's from Bama? Kool-Aid. Right, yeah. so he got a cool nickname? Yep. Here, oh, no, no. If you said to me, I like Kool-Aid because I think well, he can eat special teams, he can help us out, return punt. Hey, whatever. You know what I you know what I don't but, but like. Think about Lions I don't like Kool- watching them play. Lions and Kool-Aid and Kool-Aid okay, McKinsey. Okay, then. Yeah. Um Cookies the Cookies Jeff. David, your thoughts. Oh. What do the ticket texters have to say about my contestant for the Mr. Lions pageant? I've always said that Cooper BB has to be a Detroit Lion in every mock draft I've done. Got him in round two, and I would love him in round one. I don't know who's doing round mock drafts. Well, interesting. BB at 29 would be a waste. He's a great prospect, not a first-round talent. He'll be available in round two or three. You know, you now know, the, always somebody. Now, the one guy who I did think that you were going with until you said the whole Midwest thing mm. was uh was it Troy uh, Fatanu out of Olafushana? No, no, out of uh, Penn State. No, 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 no. the Washington, Washington. kid. Oh, I thought maybe you were going there until you said Midwest. Yeah, like, okay. Just, I don't know. It's just play style. I was just having fun with it. It's just something creative for the people. This whoever that was, maybe, maybe he saw the Kansas State games and he's saying BB's overrated. So, go ahead. My guess was oh. going to be guard center Frazier out of West Virginia, but BB would bet definitely be a solid pick. Yeah, and I'll tell you, the kid for West Virginia. What's really interesting that old line is why Neil Brown was able to save his job. They returned four starters, including uh, the kid that starts at center and guard for them. And again, if you value a replacement to Ragnow, if you think this is Frank's last year, well, what's the one position BB didn't play in college? Center. Mm. So I'm fine with it. I'm making a point. He spearheaded a unit where West Virginia did not out-talent people. They out-grinded people. But see, this is where I like the BB thing because I do think that it will allow Brad Holmes to trade back to get him because I don't think there's going to be a high demand unless he blows up at the combine. He's going to be there late first round, probably early second round. Get paid so maybe, to take him, basically. Maybe you got to get in before the Giants do, and but you could take him and then maybe turn around and grab a center, and you really build that line on the fly. You bring in two young pieces that you can control for the next four years. If you can get another top 100 pick from a trade down or something, that would be oh, ideal. Dave, all right, so David, for uh, we the streak continues. 
for the 20th year in a row. Trade down. I have been barraged with we need to trade down takes. Everybody wants to move down. Everybody wants to get bribed, still get the player they want. And well, see, but see, here's why I'm saying I'm normally not that guy, but with the Lions picking so late in the first round, if there's a quarterback out there that you were going to get early second round, you take him in the first round, you get the extra year, and now that Lions pick gets a little tantalizing. Like, oh, mm. let's move up to 29 or tw- what's the Lions 29, 28. Get that pick. Did someone say tantalizing? Oh. <laughs> so that's why. I'm normally not trade down or trade up guy. But if a Bo Nix is sitting right there, somebody may say, yeah, I want Bo Nix to be our quarterback of the future. David. Speaking of that drop, someone says, Mike's description of BB is giving me a fifth flag. That's right. Oh. That's right. Listen, it's you're just, look, the people that create mock drafts, They don't know their elbow from their bleep hole when it comes to how teams view players. Like, look at Mel Kuyper. He might get three total picks right. So the fun of this is just, look, we (laughs) think we know the archetype that Brad Holmes wants to follow with the guys he gets. Look, Jonathan Smith, the new coach at Michigan State, has a phrase. Now, we'll see if it's any good or not. Low ego, high output. That's the type of guy the Lions want. They want football guys. As far as, the, yeah, as far as the mock drafts go, it, it's funny because, like, on one draft, I'm looking at Brock Bowers going 18th. I've seen some where he's going number six. So, yeah, you don't really know. I think the best you can do with a mock draft is a general range prediction for a player. But the idea that these guys, any of us, Man, anything outside the top three is all guesswork. Because that's normally, you know, this guy, this guy, and this guy. And then after that, once the Raiders pick, that they're going to screw everything. And it up. does seem like I know I know it's early, but this week, couple reports already. It does feel like the Bears have settled on Caleb Williams. That Justin Fields won't be there. I think they have, but now I think they also have to convince Caleb Williams not to pull an Eli Manning and say, "I don't want to play here." I wish he. I wish he wanted to play in New York. So I, that's that's the I'm thing. Hopeless. And I I still I'm. If I'm Chicago, I would keep the quarterback you have and and trade that number one pick for like three. First-round picks. Yeah. It'd be a Herschel Walker type deal. It would. All right, we'll get to your phone calls in a moment. David's going to calm himself. Oh! Uh, we got a football today coming up. We also have a coach at war with his players, and I am here for it. Lots to do. 97-1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You have a quote from Brian Gudenkunz? Or whatever is it? Yes, I do. Kuss, whatever so, his name is. We've talked on air and off air about how this is going to be a tough division next year. Well, um, one of your uh, in-division GMs is going after the Lions here. Quote, around here, we've never hung banners for division championships. So it's never been about that. It's a nice starting point, but I think we're always looking for bigger things. This is when he was asked about chasing the Lions. Say it one more time. Around here, we've never hung yeah. banners for division uh-huh. championships. So it's never been about that. It's a nice starting point, but I think we're always looking for bigger things. I think, hey, David, I, 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 I said it yesterday. Rico has said it multiple times. It's not us being mean. You don't get to be all pumped up when I say what you agree with and then be all mad because I have a different take. My whole point is I said you were winning the division winning the playoff game. No one's been more effusive in their praise of Holmes, Campbell, etc. Once Campbell, you know, kind of got off his ass after one and six. <laughs> Here's my point. What I said yesterday holds true. If you think you own this division, you need to put the crack spoon down. The Packers are going to be a distinct problem. And I think you're about to enter a rivalry phase with this team that I don't know that we've ever had. Because in order to have it, both teams have to be legit mm-hmm. at the same time for prolonged periods. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a war. And I like a little spicy right there. I like that little shot. Yeah. Good. We don't hang divisional banners. Good. And it wasn't like. And by the, the way, I have no problem with the Lions hanging divisional banner. Let me correct. State that it's for been the 30 record. years. They no, should no. do that. The problem I had, you didn't do it at the game. You didn't share it with your fans who stuck with you. For 30 years waiting to see that banner go back up, you did it on some random Tuesday in the middle of the day. Empty stadium. That's the only problem that I have. Share it with the fan base. That place would have been electric. Raising it up right before the uh, staffer walks in. While the Rams were getting introduced, you raised the banner. Just drown them out. But it's not like, and it's not like when it, with these two teams, there was no dominant side here. There was, the Lions didn't dominate the Packers last year. One game, they looked great, but they early split on. the season series. Well, early on, I, I I was shocked at how easy the Lions went into Green Bay and got it done. But then the fans took over the you know, Lambeau. I was like, what are we? Do? How did you take over Lambeau Field? Like no. that's like sacred. And but even the, just, their, their their ticket office had to come out and apologize to the fans and say, this won't ever happen those again. Those are the two most shocking things. It wasn't just that the Lions went there and won. It was the ease, yeah. and it's what happened here on Thanksgiving. Now, the Packers demolished you. I, right. That one I got wrong because I had that one locked up as a BOGO game. Oh, you, dear you're God. going to win. They're not that. And then, wow, love, touchdown. Wow. Let's wow. go to the people. 248-539-9797. Mark is up next. What's up, Mark? Hey, Mike Rico. I've been waiting for you guys to do this topic because draft season is like my Christmas season. I love this stuff. <laughs> but uh, uh, Cooper Beebe, absolutely approved. I was watching his tape out a week ago, and not only uh, Sweat, but he went against Byron Murphy the second, who 
you know, a lot of the people have mocked him to the Lions, and he just dominated him. I mean, you're talking about a guy who can lose a pass rush rep and has both the brutal strength and the technique to recover. I mean, I didn't see him lose a lot of reps. So I love BB. Awesome. Mark, I would uh, like to say, though. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, go ahead, Rico. No, Mark, I'll, I'll say this and I'll let you finish. Yeah, watching the highlights with him doing this against Texas, not North Texas, not Texas State, but UT Texas is back, Texas. And yet they couldn't get around this man. Yeah, I loved it. No, absolutely. If I could throw my hat in the ring for the winner of the pageantry, Mm. Jonah Ellis, Utah, DN, son of Luther. Imagine him number 94, opposite Aiden Hutchinson. Now, you're working with a guy who's 6'2", 245, so a little undersized. But you want to talk about a pass rush tool belt? You know, a lot of these guys, your your Lotus, your Jared Burst, they got like four moves that are going to work. Jonah has like 12 moves. He overcompensates for his size. You know what I like? And East out there. A, his daddy's on staff. But B, you know what I like players from Utah, fellas? Again, it's the same trait that the Lions covet. It's grit. It's toughness. Utah is one of those programs you just don't want to play them. That weird thing they have with BYU and that obsession how they hate each other. Well, it's a good in-state rivalry. I like it because whenever you get that player's kid, he's been taught for years how to play this position, whether he was just joking around with dad and dad said, no, 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 son, if you're going to do this, line up right, you're going to do this, put your hands here, do that, do that. I always love it when you can get a player's kid who's actually good. Like So the me, opposite of Marcus Jordan. Yeah, but he was never good. But like to the me. The opposite <clears throat> of the bad ball brother. Correct. Or the other Howard. Lemoncello Ball, or whatever his name is. Leangelo. Right. Oh, right. He's playing in Mexico or, now. Or the, right, the other Howard that probably won't sniff the NBA. But, but yeah, like Brendan Rice is a guy that I think down the line is going to be a good receiver in the NFL. He's Jerry Rice's kid. So he's built a little differently than everybody else. Uh, let's get Cameron the final word on this and we'll get moving. Cameron, go ahead. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. So I am in full 100% agreement with you on Cooper Beebe. He is, like you said, he kills people. Um, but if I could throw another name into the into the uh, ring, if you will, mm-hmm. it's another um, offensive lineman, um, Graham Barton out of Duke. I like his uh, positional versatility. Potentially could play on the inside at center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think he's another good fit for this team. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, yeah. Cameron, it's fine. And I have no problem. You spitball, throw some names out. I did what I did for a purpose. And if you missed it, odyssey.com rewind. It's just this idea that Brad Holmes clearly and Dan Campbell, they have an archetype of what they want in a player they draft. Yeah. And they're really big. They're the offense. This team really wants to be one of the best offensive teams out there. Graham Barton, for what he said, 6'5, 315. He's projected late first round, early second round. So he would be there in that in that whole thing. But, yeah, the fact that you played in the Big 12, you went up against a little tougher teams than the ACC. And, again, uh, it, it, uh, you know, we can have fun, and I love this player. Watching him is fun. Reality is, are you open to taking an O-lineman high? And I just, I think. <laughs> no, no, you're right, because I think the show we probably have to do at what point – What's the position that will just make your head explode and be like, are you serious? Receiver. It would drive me insane. <laughs> and and with right. the 29th pick, right. the Lions select 
Xavier Worthy, wide receiver, University of Texas. I'm out. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right. Let's get a little football in the mix. Or again, David, you've been secretive about this today the same way Rico was earlier. So what the hell? Is this a blitz? Is it not? It is not football. So based off the conversation we had yesterday of Patrick Kane and the impact he's had on the Detroit Red Wings. After Kenny slandered him the day he signed. Correct. He's been a midseason acquisition. So we're going to do the midseason acquisition best move of Detroit sports history. And I love that music so much. This I'm going to use that again. again? <laughs> I love it so much. So I'll put this together so I'm sure the people will hate it. Let's start at number 10, Allen Iverson. What? Played just 54 games in Detroit and averaged 17 points per game and enjoyed the Detroit line. And the only people who are happy we acquired Iverson were the people down at MGM. And Joe Dumars. (laughs) What, are you insane? I put that one on there for a fact because, of course. Maybe the blackjack dealers. Are you (laughs) kidding me? We'll get to some of the greater ones. We're if that is in the top 10 of midseason acquisitions in the history of this city, I'd like to say we're in the bottom 10 in professional sports history That's for, for acquisitions. name recognition. That's for name recognition. What? Not a big AI fan. <laughs> not not the one we got. Because the one that was stepping over Ty, Ty Lue in the finals, right. we that got, guy was dead. We got clearance rack AI. Right. <laughs> we got goodwill AI. Number nine on the list would be David Price. David okay, Price yeah. uh, was traded for. Hopefully, he was going to bring us to the World Series again, but he did not. He went nine and four with a two point five ERA. No, yeah. but that's when you really thought that this team had got the final piece to the puzzle. Yeah, pull up the pitching staff. How you didn't win anything with that staff is yeah, well something. Number eight on the list. Okay, Blake. Griffin, he averaged 19 points per game in Detroit after the trade. What, did Greg Kelser make this list? Went to the All-Star game in year two, averaged 24 points per game, took the team to the playoffs, but they got swept by the Bucs. That's the last playoff appearance by a Detroit team. Okay, I would move him to nine. I would have Price at eight at least, but he's better than Iverson. Here's what I will say about Blake. I never criticized him or the way he handled this. He was an absolute professional. He sacrificed his body. He didn't complain. Remember, that year, Jerry West was working with the Clippers. They brought him in, showed him his number in the rafters, Clipper for life, the whole bit. Six months later, they trade your ass. He could have raised holy hell. I begged him to. 
I have no issue with Blake Griffin, but I will forever have a strong dislike for Tom Gores and SVG for allowing that kerfuffle to take place. Set the organization back years. Now, remember, this is mid-season acquisition. Yes. This isn't someone being traded for in the offseason. Maybe someone signed during the I was season. Because Ben Wallace, yeah, that all Ben Wallace was after. in the offseason. Yeah. Miggy was in the offseason. So they are not eligible for this list. Let's hear it. Number seven would be Sean Casey. He wasn't around long, but he took the team to the World Series in 06. And he was the first baseman before Miggy. Had a nice uh, 07 run there. He hit 432 in the playoffs when they went to the playoffs. No. Okay. And if it's midseason, went to a World Series, Blake got swept. All right, I'll allow it. It's gross. put him over the list. It's not a great name. We really need to do better with midseason acquisitions. Okay, maybe this one's better because he helped take the uh, Tigers to the World Series in 2012 and was a Cy Young candidate in his first full season as a Detroit Tiger. That would be Annabelle Sanchez. Yes. Yes. Yes, 100%. Career revival. Yes, he did. He was so good for several years here. I always liked him. Yeah, year two and three wasn't the greatest, but whatever. He took us to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, Could have won a Cy Young. Let's jump into the top five here. Number five, Chris Chelios. He was traded in 1999 to the Detroit Red Wings. They did not win a Stanley Cup that year, but he did help them win two Stanley Cups thereafter. Yeah. I, I, yes. You know what's funny? What do you consider him more of? I mean, obviously, he played more time in Detroit than he did Chicago, but yet don't you still feel like he's, he's a Blackhawk? Black well, he played nine seasons in Detroit, so I That's think what of I him. That's what I mean. I know. But the Blackhawks seem to think that he's his, and he seems to think that. He's like, yeah, well, I'll use that word one time, Detroit. Okay, well, all the booze. And you can have him. All right, next. Uh, never come back. Uh, number four on the list, and I didn't realize he was a midseason acquisition. It was years before they won the championship. They went back-to-back in 89 and 90, but they acquired him in 1982 for the Detroit Pistons. His name is Bill Lambeer. He ended up scoring 10,000 points for the team, grabbed more than 10,000 rebounds, and helped them again win back-to-back eventually. What was the acquisition? Like, what was given up to get him? A first-round pick. Back then, they didn't really value first-round picks in the NBA draft. No, so it was like a Cleveland year. trade. That's yeah. why they put the rule in because there were some teams in the league in the seventies and eighties. They'd go five years without a pick. Teams like the Clippers basically would sell their pick every year. Yeah. Number hmm. three on this list, also going back to the Detroit Pistons, and I put him over Bill Lambeer mm. because they immediately won a championship with this Zelico Rebracha. No, that would be wait, Mark. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. You already said yeah. it. That would be Mark Aguirre. They won that season when they traded for Go him. ahead. You have I, strong thoughts about this. No, I, Isaiah basically said, Isaiah started the super team. I want my boy here, my fellow Chicagoan. He brought him in, and that team flipped it around, won it. He was like stuck. I forgot what was he Dallas. On? Dallas, yeah. That's where Dantley went, right? Yes, he was. Yes. That was the famous <laughs> Dantley just got screwed because he was the man here, and he's like, wait, wait, what do you mean I'm traded? And I'm to leaving the, to the Mavericks? Right. And that was the sad cowboy hat era Mavericks. Right. It's like, do you, he got a ring, but it was like, 
Yeah, I didn't. He he left in protest. He's yeah. still angry about that to this day. And Aguirre was a great scorer, so in his first full season, he took a step back to allow Dennis Rodman to then elevate, and they still won back-to-back. Up so. next, your favorite Orlando Woolridge memories. Number two on this list, Brendan Shanahan. Two games into the 96-97 season, they traded for him, and we all remember what happened. They mm-hmm. won back-to-back, and then won another one with him in 2 Do you know? All right, hold on. Do you know where they got him from? Yeah, that was Philadelphia, wasn't it? Mm -mm. St. Louis? No. Didn't they get him from Hartford? Wasn't that the ill-fated Hartford-Shanahan period of time? It was. Two games at Hartford. Right. St. Louis Shanny was different. Hartford's Shanny was sad. But shout out anyone who still owns the navy blue Whalers jersey from that era. He probably, yeah, he had Those things are sexual. They make you go... He had the uh, Juan <laughs> Gonzalez apartment in Hartford. Phil Garner, flu-like symptoms. <laughs> and then I think you all can pretty much guess what the number one mid-season acquisition was. Very similar to Shanny. There's a jersey out there with his name on the back that most people don't own. Correct. That would be Rasheed Wallace, <laughs> who didn't even play a minute for the Atlanta Hawks before no. he was traded. It was a stopover, and you gave up, wasn't it, Mike James? And he came back on a buyout, Rabracha. No, no, Lindsey was the one who came Lindsay, back. Sorry. Because Lin- they told Lindsey, don't do anything. We'll enjoy, come and get you. Enjoy your weekend. Yep. You can't play, but you'll be back on Monday. They traded Rabracha. What else did they deal in that deal? Golly. Chucky Atkins. Chucky Atkins yeah, was in that they, deal. They stole Rasheed Wallace, who at the time still was one of the elite players in the league. Stole so, him. I'm trying. So Kenny Rogers was that wasn't a midseason. For no, the, I believe Kenny Rogers I, was signed as a free agent. Oh, don't yeah. bring his name up to me, please. Sorry. Oh, that soft toss and goofball, and the Yankees couldn't hit him worth Beat the damn. With that series, yeah, had that junk on his hand, the Greg Maddox special. Oh, please, Yankees <laughs> couldn't touch him. Sorry, I'm happy for you guys. God bless. Yeah, we didn't win anything though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> David, come on, man! It was a World Series like that. It. Well, I was you know sick and tired of hearing '84. That was well, a magical time in this town. Yeah. Well, the problem was they went over and practiced at Ford Field, and you can't tell me that it. Lions were 0 16, and they did a publicity stunt because it was raining, and all the Tigers went and practiced in Ford Field. I'm like, no, 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 get away from this place. This is cursed. Mid-season acquisition. What, James Wiseman didn't make the list? No, no, he did not make that list at all. (laughs) 97. Every time you see Wiseman shoot. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.